Welcome to I'm Screaming, a podcast for anyone who's ever felt like shamelessly screaming at the top of their lungs over a moment in pop culture. Because sometimes pop culture can be scary and you just gotta let it out. Let's scream about it together. Hello, Megan. Hello, Giselle. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. Not as if we didn't spend the last 21 minutes shooting the shit. Yeah. Um, Because we haven't seen each other in a week. Once again, like, it's just so unfair. It is unfair. Summer. People keep wanting to to tear us apart, even though we're going to see each other starting tomorrow for, like, five days. Yeah. (laughs) We have our whole life planned together for the next five days. But summer is just busy. It's like... It's... Every weekend, someone's out of town. Every weekend, things are happening. It's just quite busy. It's quite busy. And I, not that I don't, not that I want it to end, but I would like to just have a little relaxing moment. But yeah. And then in two two weeks, I'm in um, Arizona. It's like crazy. I know. I have to go to Texas. (laughs) I know. I know. I mean, that's just, that's just for work and that's just during the week, but. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, summer's fun. I mean, it's getting to a point where, like, summer is, I feel it fleeting, which stresses me out. Yeah, but also it's so hot. It's that so it, it's, it's, it's causing a, It's causing a dilemma, I think, inside the hearts of many. Yeah, um, we've had live many on the East Coast in New York. Um, today is apparently the last day of the current heat wave, though. Did you see? Is it? Tomorrow, the high is 81, and that's the high for the next, like, seven days. Thank God. So, it's 98 degrees today. It's literally so hot. And you know we love you all, listeners, because I have my AC off for this. Same. Because it's right next to my desk, so it would be literally so loud in the background. It feels, like a hun- recording. it feels like 105 degrees. Within, and I mean, yeah, like, everyone like, I know humidity? I'm from Arizona, but humidity is so different. Like The humidity is 47%. So okay, so not as bad as it could be, but also not great. Not great. But yes... We are here. We're back. We're back. We I were here was, last week. We're oh, you're we back. Were here. Yeah, we've we've been we we've been here. We've been here. We have been. Believe me, here. we've been here. We've been here putting out the content, um, giving you what you need. We, I feel like did people on the internet give us what we needed this week? No, not really. No. But here we are, regardless, because we love you. And also, just just to give a tease of next week before we even start so that people who probably who maybe don't listen to the whole episode which rude rude um get this memo that we're seeing gaga on thursday so come prepared we will be at the chromatica for chromatica discourse the last time we did chromatica discourse on this podcast it was one of our most successful episodes ever yeah (laughs) back in 2020 i'm screaming we went to the chromatica ball we'll be the title will be will be one for the ages. It will be one for the ages. So keep a lookout for it. But right now, enjoy what we're about to give you, which is actually a pretty good lineup of things. I think I agree. Um, where do we want to do? We want to just start at the top, like about what we were talking about last night. Yes, let's begin there. Um, and this is where we segue into social media. Everyone, yeah, the TikTok of it all, which. I feel like we haven't really talked about in a while, but we haven't. There's been some drama on TikTok. There's been uh, just the chaos on TikTok. And the TikTok discourse begins for me when last night I was just doing a, a quick scroll. And if you guys don't know, Olivia Newton John has passed away. Yes, rest in peace. RIP. 
um, which is too sad. So, yeah, it's sad. I mean, it's, she's, it's always sad, especially sadder. Obviously, she was sick, so yes, like this wasn't like completely unexpected, but also wasn't expected. Um, but also, it's always makes it sadder when someone passes away, and you hear just like so many people say such nice things about them. So she seemed like a really nice person. Agree. Um, and iconic from Glee. I'm not Glee. <laughs> Greece from Glee. Everyone iconic. <laughs> but also from Glee. of Glee fame. I'm so sorry. Also iconic from Glee fame. Absolutely. Everyone. And iconic in that she is the reason that we have Dua Lipa's physical now because of her physical. True. I have been checking Dua Lipa's Instagram all day for a tribute to Miss Olivia Newton-John. Nothing. Nothing. Rude. I mean. Disrespectful. Basically, Dua Lipa is the only person who hasn't posted a tribute because I feel as though <laughs> I feel as though people were coming out of the motherfucking woodwork to post about Olivia Newton-John. And I was like, I did not know she had fans like this or like. I didn't. It's really just the grease of it all. But also, like, pop queen of the 70s, I guess. Yeah. But really just the grease of it all. People, the, the chokehold that grease has had people in and has people in to this day. Right. The ch- honestly, the chokehold. And so, of course, yeah. because she had a strong tie to a um, musical that was very popular, um, people... <laughs> And I've noticed this trend recently on social media, especially TikTok. People who are not musician or like musical TikTokers decide that they're just going to sing. Um, (laughs) And it's just like, I'm saying all this because I was scrolling and Remy Bader, if you guys don't know who Remy Bader is, Remy Bader is a TikToker who specializes in like plus size fashion, curvy fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a bit of my own. I used to follow Remy. I did unfollow her because I also unfollow. I her. do. I did feel like she kind of was like promoting a weird sense of self acceptance because, like, I guess people would say that it, this is quote unquote real. But she was like, "I hate myself. I'm crying all the time. Like, I look terrible." But also like. Yes, girl. I look at, like it was just like giving me contradicting. It was a bit chaotic. I don't know. It was a lot for me. And her, right. I mean, her I halls think... were getting like a bit annoying. But yeah, all more power to Remy Bader. I know she's doing her thing with Revolve, bringing plus sizes to Revolve. I can't get into that discourse, but like in theory, <laughs> in theory, good for her. Go off, Remy. That is something that's been needed for a long time. So go off. Right. But we're here today because I was scrolling. And in in black and white, no doubt, Remy Bader gives us a cover of Hopelessly Devoted to You. And the first thing like that came to my mind is like the way that like content creators that are big like this live on another universe. Because to feel like you have the like the guts, like you know what I mean? To just like get on your platform that is for a completely different reason and to not be a singer and to really earnestly sing and try to give runs and like vocal agility i couldn't believe the comments were also like oh, and remy can sing too I, i'm like tiktok I'm so tiktok sorry. gives me whiplash because on one person's comments they're like yes queen like they are doing something that is not it and they're like yes queen and then like on someone else's tiktoks they're like Fuck you, bitch. Drag you through the mud. I hate you. I'm like, TikTok is too much. There is no middle ground. There is no middle ground. Either we're lying to bitches or we're cussing them out. And I don't like either of those things. So, like, what are we doing? Um, Yeah. Are you ready? 
just the seriousness of it and like the black and white and the faces that she's making I'm like no that's what I'm saying my girl my girl like I'm truly Kelsey Ballerini did it too right yes you, t- you, and, t- you like, did tell me this in color and like not in black and white right I'm like just obviously she's a professional singer so it just becomes right oh, it's like I'm not I don't know if she did it first or Remy Bader did it first. like I really don't know who did it first like which came first the chicken or the egg but I'm sure there are so many girlies out there now doing this and I'm like and I think it's also coming into the conversation a lot like uh once again we're not we're not we are not bullies you're a bully no, I we, we are not no. bullies but like also, the idea I guess it's like good for her for feeling comfortable right, too, right. and just like proud Absolutely. and just like doing that, right? Remy, good for you. But it's just it's so. It but was it needed so much? Was it needed to be posted, or could you go on and say, Olivia and John, I respect you and thank you for all you did, and just like you know, I the thing is like TikTokers inherently being a TikToker is cringy, like it is, yeah. And I I I have no room to judge because you these girlies, gays, theys are making millions by being cringy so like once again go off go be cringy but it is just cringy like it's when you so see cringe. the behind the you scenes. sent this to me and i literally said oh no oh no 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 yeah it's like when you see the behind the scenes like if i'm walking down the street in new york and i see people the dancing ones are a little bit less cringy but like yeah. the ones who are like so sometimes i watch them and i'm like these people are so in their own world and believe that this content is like funny but like the thing is people think it's funny so i don't know am i or am i the one that's out of touch with what's cool i i maybe i couldn't believe maybe we just don't know we don't know the word i couldn't believe i could not believe i saw that earnestly on my screen and yeah i once again remy made her more power to you but i just like sometimes i'm like tiktokers it's enough it's enough. Please don't, please don't cancel us for bullying Remy Bader. I know. We're going to fucking get canceled. I'm not trying to cancel Remy Bader. I told you guys I'm happy that no, she's bringing it's just, the it's plus just sizes icky, like, to Revolve. It's fucked up what Revolve does. Go off, Remy. Make millions. I'm just saying that when I pulled that up on my screen, I was a bit shocked. Also, it's just also like... I guess it's a way to honor her in her death, but also it does very much feel like centering yourself no this is what i'm saying death. like in terms of like let me show off how i can sing hopelessly devoted to that's you exactly to it meg and i'm so glad you you brought up that <laughs> point because this is exactly why i was irked by it because yeah. it's just like once again everyone like making it about them like yeah. I, I i it's like a way to get views using people's death to get views like i just it, <laughs> I just, it feels so weird. It feels so icky. I don't know why it makes me feel so weird and icky, but I just like felt off-putted by it. No, it, it completely gave me the ick. And I just. It's like the Imagine video when we were, when people bit, were dying from like, COVID. Like it's, it's, this is their, they both are giving me similar icks. It's, yeah. 
Yeah, you know what? That's a really good. So like, I'm once again. This is and this is why we were sitting here being like, it's not about Remy. It's about the act of what yeah. Remy did. It's because the act of monopolizing off of these people's deaths to get views on your own platform is just weird to me. It's so weird. Just do your hauls, like, <laughs> like, or or if you want to be a singer, just one day sing. Like, decide to sing, but don't tie it to the someone's death. So, like, so now all the comments are like, oh my God, Remy, you can sing? Instead of like, R.I.P. Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> it's just like, what? It, it was just so wild to me. It's also just so funny because like, of course, it's like white women doing this. No, you know what I this mean? is like, what I'm it's saying. It's literally so classic. And it's and like, I saw this TikTok and it was this black woman and it was like, me on my last meeting of the day. And it's like, hopelessly devoted to you as the background music. Yeah. And it's like, on my last meeting of the day, hearing Olivia Newton-John died. And then it's like, she starts pouring a glass of wine and then she's just like dancing around her house to like, there's no way to yes. hide. And I'm like, okay, that's a good TikTok. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, literally it's like, like okay, I'm sorry. We're listening to Hopelessly Devoted to You in honor of Olivia and John. I, I put it on this morning. I blasted it in right. my videos. Are you kidding? But yeah. It's like, it's, if, it's if, just so If good. Beyonce died, are you going to sing fucking Church Girl in <laughs> acoustic version? No! <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna get on my fucking Instagram and sing Halo, babe. I'm not. So I. It's just, giving Glee. It's giving, it's giving glee. glee. Like remember when Whitney Houston died and they sang the like really slow. It is. Okay. It is giving Glee. How will Which is I also I loved Glee. I'm cringy. It was cringy. But this is another thing I brought up with Meg. It's like the idea that TikTok really allows everyone to just like center themselves in the narrative. Which mm-hmm. I get like Gen Z is like that's good and like fine. But it also has created this. T- this toxicity that I like that I can't stand. I'm like, if one more creator on TikTok mentions that they're shadow banned, which is the reason, <laughs> which is the reason they're not getting any likes and or comments or views. I'm like, you're you're not though. You're lying. Maybe it's, it's not all about you. That maybe <laughs> your content people don't care, or maybe there's a giant platform algorithm that's changing every single day like babe it's not about yeah. you everyone Everywhere. no one's it's content doing across, well like, it's also happening across platforms instagram facebook tiktok everywhere but it's just the, like the justification you're not the only one it's also like the kardashians posting on their stories those like little infographics it's like make instagram instagram again <laughs> like i don't right. want to see reels i just stop trying to be tiktok i want to see cute pictures of my friends and i'm like oh okay Kardashian. yeah but it's also like because a- you're so like Please. Yeah, it's like the idea of being shadow banned is to believe that your content is so transcendent that like it should perform above Instagram's algorithm, but because it's not, because it's just like everyone else's content, like you are the you are therefore the only person on the, the internet victim. that's shadow banned. It's like the victim. It literally the victim mentality. I'm like not. I, I truly, honest to God, don't even know what shadow banned means. But I, I like just know that people keep saying it because they're not getting any likes. And I'm like, I don't, if I don't, no one knows what it means. We're just throwing out this word to justify what. Right. I've seen, I've seen someone actually get shadow banned on like Instagram before where it's like you search for them. And, and you, you can't, can't find, find them. them. Okay. Yeah. Like actually. Like you can't Tana find Mojo them. Like you, was shadow banned. I, it happened to Paige DeSorbo from Summer House one night when I was like actively trying to get to her Instagram because it was the night of the Summer House reunion. And it was weird and I don't know why it happened to her but it happened and that's what it means to be shadow banned right if you are getting putting out content and people are seeing it you're not shadow banned Same, like, you're just you're just you're just not getting 
People just Traffic. right or like it's like <laughs> it's just it's not a personal problem. I'm just so sorry. Like the, I can't. But yeah. But every everyone is it's that's the new you know. Um, pivoting to another TikTok thing that is actually yes. Tell me about this because I didn't know about this. But so first of all, like TikTok people centering themselves in narratives. Moving on to the supposed queen of TikTok, which I guess, like, now that I thought about it more, this all kind of feels like a ploy to get Charlie D'Amelio back onto people's radars because for the last year, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you one thing Charlie D'Amelio did. But haven't heard about her. Haven't heard about Dixie. Haven't heard about that. Dixie was on tour with Big Time Rush. Yeah. Opening for Big Time Rush. Is she still with that Noah guy? Yes, I do believe so. I check. Okay. I did a check last night when I was researching this. Um, so I, I, I'm scrolling on TikTok as usual, you know, uh, and I, my TikTok, I personally now use TikTok really for like fashion content, fashion, like fashion inspiration. Like I kind of don't care about any other shit. Like I really like seeing the outfits. So I was quite shocked to get this content that I don't normally see, which is Charlie D'Amelio's brother or not brother. Oh my God. Ex-boyfriend. (laughs) <laughs> Little Huddy, which I'm already like, not the name. Not this. He's singing this song about you're a bad liar. Something, something. Homie Hopper. Da, na, na, na. Like this. Oh, is that where the Homie Hopper? Yes. Like, you're a, I saw it a lot more a on the internet Homie Hopper. Recently, man, like, man, drama starter. So I, I keep hearing this uh, audio everywhere. And I'm like, what is this? And so then I do the little thing where I click in and see where it started. And I was like, okay. And then you know where you start getting TikToks that are alluding to a situation, but they aren't saying the exact words of the situation. So then I kept digging more and more. And I've learned that Charlie Milio used to date this little heady character who is, mm-hmm. once again, everyone very white. Look, He's giving yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. Like, that is what this man looks yeah. like, except for Brunette. Uh, she dated him. This man cheated on her. It was very dramatic for the TikTok people. And it was even more dramatic because Charlie got back together with him. But then now, Charlie is broke up with him, I guess, and is now dating Landon Barker. Yes, everyone of Travis Barker fame. Uh, and Lil Huddy is mad because Landon Barker and Lil Huddy used to be supposed best friends, and now they are not because Charlie D'Amelio is dating Landon Barker. And now all these little kitties on Insta or on TikTok, like washed up TikTokers, including Bryce Hall. Uh, are like posting about it and feeding into this drama. And yeah, that's what happened. And it just is wild to me because I do feel like TikTok has evolved so much past these like people like Charlie D'Amelio, mm-hmm. but also like once something happens with her, the whole platform's talking about it. So it's just wild. The wild, the way that, and I'm like, is it just me? Like, but it can't just be me. It can't just be me getting the no. content. I can't believe you haven't got it. I I, I can't believe I haven't gotten it either because I feel like when this drama does start, I usually, like, drama and stuff like this starts, I get, oh, my God, Tyler Cameron already broke up with that model. I got it. Sorry, I'm I'm reading E! News about who little little Huddy is. (laughs) Chase Hudson admits he's a drama starter after fans speculate a new song is aimed at Charlie D'Amelio. I mean, they both look exactly alike, don't they? They do. And also these children. This is Lil Huddy. They're, like, 18, these kids. Literally, and I know I check. I was checking to see if Charlie D'Amelio is eighteen. She just turned eighteen in May. Her and then her style changed when she turned eighteen. Oh my god, I know. This is what Landon Barker posted. My heart, Charlie D'Amelio. It's just like what? 
It's so wild to me. And I, I was on Charlie D'Amelio's TikTok because I, once again, don't. I'm not one of the hundred thousand million people that follow it. So I have to go to it. Uh, and yeah, it's just wild the way that these people exist. Just going to parties, posting about their things, getting in internet drama, and living life. It's just still. I is it? Is that the happier way to live? Is, like, I guess. I mean, literally, listen to this. Uh, <laughs> what she said about her relationship with with Landon Barker. He's just very sweet. Charlie told ET when asked what she likes most about her new beau before detailing what it's like to have her personal life be made so public. I think for a long time it was really difficult, but now I kind of live life first and think about what people are going to say after. <laughs> yes, Charlie. Come on, Charlie. Live your life, you Fucking girl. get that on a shirt, honestly. <laughs> Go off, Miss D'Amelio. But, oh, yes. what a time. That what is, a time. That is the time. TikTok content creators section all of that once again i just don't understand (laughs) how everyone these people can truly make any situation about them it's completely it's wild to me centering yourself in the narrative but i mean once again they're getting views and they're making millions so the joke is obviously on me yeah (laughs) (laughs) the joke's on all of us speaking of the joke being on us uh as we i feel like predicted in the beginning uh, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian have officially split everyone after officially nine split. months. Nine months. You know, we're not always right immediately, but in time, it does. It does. Um, things do come up our way. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, once again, like the relationship for to give the season two of the Kardashians a plot, like literally. Also. Completely. And, like, it's going to be so weird. I, like, actually kind of can't believe that they broke up before um, the season aired, which it's starting in September. Which makes me believe they hated each other. I mean. Or, like, they got just, tired of each other, you know? like. But they really had people believing there for a while, I will say. I mean. They got people on their side. They were like, wow, maybe this is a real relationship. Um, I mean, I guess we kind of said that. We were like, maybe they really like each other, but we were never, like, shipping them. I mean, give and give Kim an Oscar. Give Kim an Oscar because she really embodied Pete Davidson's did she, girlfriend for a while. Did she delete all the photos of them? Good question. Let's do some. Um, let's do some also, did live he really get, research. Did he really get her kids' names tattooed on him? Oh, that's so weird. If he did, so weird. I feel like all the photos potentially have been deleted already. It's so insane how people you can just delete. No, he's there. Oh, he is. July eleventh. Is it which picture? It's a selfie. Oh, I see it. I see it. From the show, though, aren't these stills from the show? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because remember, it's like that clip from the show where she's like, "Let's shower." (sighs) That'll be interesting to watch. Um, but it's yeah. I mean. And Kanye has posted um, Skeet Davidson like dead or whatever, and now and now Pete's in therapy because it triggered him. I can't. Even though he doesn't have social media. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just a bit. It's all a bit much with with that too. Like they they had me. Kanye, good. It's just no. It's I can't even. I can't even. I don't have. I don't have words for it. And then of course the same day they announced that Chloe and Tristan have welcomed their baby via sur- surrogate a boy 
Yeah, I mean, they they had they lost me. I was not a. I've said this before. I wasn't a Kardashian person for the longest, and then when this new iteration of their show aired again, I was like, mm-hmm. I I kind of got back on the train. It was a new platform. I saw them finish season one. I didn't either, uh, because they lost me. Because they lost yeah, me. Yeah. Well, also we we went on vacation, so we missed the last couple episodes. We did go on vacation. We didn't. If if we had if we had wanted to, we would have finished it by now. We would have. Um, I know that in my spirit. But yeah, they lost me, and it's just, uh, it's exhausting. I just can't care anymore. I can't subscribe. It's too, the, the the Chloe situation really kind of just like, yeah, where they don't want to help themselves, and it's just like the exam. Like I know they're they're caught up in their own shit, but once again, this this continues to support our point that they all have to have the same dad. Because why the fuck are you having another baby with Tristan Thompson? It's so sad to me. It's so sad. It's like, it's giving insecurities, which we all have, obviously. Oh, but like seriously. it's giving it's giving insecurity. It's giving it's just giving so many bad things. So many bad things. Like I want to and all I can say that we always say about these people, I just feel so deeply sad for these children. Mm-hmm. Because Imagine when you have, like, North has consciousness. Like, she knows. She, she knows us all. She knows. She's always saying, "Stop taking pictures of me." Like, like she. Imagine, imagine your parents are feuding online. Your mom is gallivanting around with Pete Davidson. Then they're together. They're not for nine months. This man is supposedly getting tattoos of your name on his body, and you're, everyone's just like, "He he he." What? What? Who who would have thought that Kendall Jenner would p- potentially be the most normal, the most normal of them all? Yeah, and Kylie's out here like just back on tour with Travis and Stormy, but like no sign of that baby. Where, as you, said. what's the baby's name? Where, Where is, he? is he? It's just weird because like this whole this idea of I am fully in support of like putting your kids online in a way to monetize off of them is fucking weird um but you're doing it with one of your kids so it's just weird that like stormy is now just like the 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 child breadwinner of the family and like the (laughs) other little baby is just like nowhere to be found he doesn't exist he doesn't exist it's weird um but yeah like i mean once once again like it's just their content is chaotic to me i don't know i mean uh seems like Courtney has chilled out because I guess Travis is like not okay. Right. Which we I think we haven't okay? got an update on that. We have not. I was just thinking that we have not gotten an update on Travis. But if Landon is out here like gallivanting with Charlie D'Amelio, I assume that he's like we assume okay, he's fine. We assume he's fine. Right. Like not maybe not a hundred percent, but he's not like in imminent danger. So. And it's just like I don't know, Giselle. I don't know. I don't know. And the thing is, the Kardashians. Rob has proven to us that if you don't want to be in the spotlight, you don't have to. Literally. It's so easy. And they can also cut you out of the show because he's there and, like, at their thing. Yeah. It's like, he's not not there. Dream, dream is just, there. Dream is there, so he's there. So, like, I, I don't know. It's it's just so wild. Like, they just continue to make money and the world continues to turn and they drop these news stories and everyone reacts. Do you and, remember Rob and, and China? They had a fucking. Never. They had a show. Are you still texting bitches? 
bitches. Yes or no? <laughs> the iterations of all those shows. Life with Kylie. Just life of Kylie. R.I.P. Jordan um, Woods. Not really. She's alive. But oh like, Oh, my you know. God, girl. But she's living her best life. Yes, with that cute her. boyfriend. I love that for yes. them. Yes. Um, and... Yeah, like Kim and Courtney take New York. Chloe and Kim, Chloe and Courtney take Miami. Oh my, oh my God. Kim and Courtney take Miami. Like, wild. Wild shit. So insane. And then, yeah, and then Robin China. Kendall's the only one who never got her own show. She must feel really. Uh, I know. She was too busy, like, <laughs> fucking trying to learn how to model. Trying to be a model. Um, Oh, yeah, Jordan Woods looks really like she's just living her best life. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling. Life, and I love this for her. I'm feeling happy for her. I'm feeling yeah. good about all of that. Um, okay. Something that I'm moving into something that I don't know how I'm feeling about. <laughs> so our savior, our one of the many patron saints of this podcast, Miss Stephanie Germanata, who we will be seeing in two days. Mm-hmm. Um, she has announced that she will she will. She will be the um Opposing lead to Mr. Joaquin Phoenix in Joker 2. And this makes me feel a lot of things. And I wouldn't say thrilled as the first. Um, because I didn't, I if you remember, I wasn't excited and still have not watched Joker 1. So I was really hoping I wouldn't have to engage with Joker content. Um, but apparently I have to now. And I am kind of upset that I have to. I know. And it's weird. Is it? What's the situation? Is she playing Harley? Yeah, that's the report. Harley Quinn. There's a hundred iterations of Harley Quinn also. Like, allow Margot Robbie to be Harley Quinn and it's enough. Now it's, yeah, now it's really, it's become too much. It's like Spider-Man and Batman. How do you feel about it, Meg? So many of them. You've seen Joker, so. I saw the first one. I saw it by myself in LA at the Cinerama Dome. I like took myself to a movie and saw it because it was like the only thing out also famously Ryan Tyree Henry was a joker for three minutes it was very disrespectful to me but he was great um and yeah I mean I wouldn't say I liked it yeah (laughs) I think there was I think I think it's just it was just so there was so much like it was so overblown and like there was I don't know. There was just so much discourse around it that it becomes exhausting, right? And so it, it, it even dampens anything that was good about the movie. Yeah. Um, I'm just actually reading this article. Zazie Beetz is apparently returning for the sequel as well. Oh. Because she was in the first one as well. What's it called? How do you say? Folie à deux? Who? You're, you're French. The Joker sequel, it's called Folie à deux. Oh, let me go. Let me go try to find it. I need to. I I, I need it's to. It's in look. French. We need your your expertise. I need to look at it to be able to understand what it's saying. I'm yeah. I'm sprinting to Stephanie's sprinting Instagram. Sprinting to the, in, the internet. Well, you saw that little like video clip that they did because apparently there's going to be music. Yeah, it's a, it's a musical now. I mean, I don't know. Fali adu. Fali adu. What does that mean? Uh, something too. <laughs> folly. I don't know what folly. Maybe it's happy. Let's see. Oh. Folly I do is defined as an identical or similar mental disorder affecting two or more individuals. So they're, oh. so they're, oh, so they're both mentally ill is what it's saying. 
Wow. It feels it feels sinister. But I mean, the power of Lady Gaga to just be able to only act when it's a show-stopping blockbuster of a film. I know. That's going to make so much money because Joker made so much money. And now that Gaga's in it, too, like people who didn't go see Joker, a la Me. you and Vera and like a lot of people that I know um, will go see Joker, Joker, too, because she's in it. So an animated teaser set to Irving Berlin's Cheek to Cheek. <laughs> Poor Tony. Seems to expand on the dance elements of the first movie and no doubt will put Grammy winner Gaga's voice on display. The way that Gaga really just, like, does whatever the fuck she wants. Like, she's so... she. I mean, like... She's creating culture. She is. Herself. This choice... She's not letting culture happen to her. She's creating... No. She said, I will do what the fuck I want to do. I'm Stephanie Germanata, a.k.a. Lady Gaga. I don't have to do any role I don't want to do. And if I will do a role, it will only be for something that I'm allowed to fucking be... Sing and sing dance. Sing and dance and be chaotic. And do yeah. some sort of an accent. That's it. <laughs> I will only. Oh my god, this is gonna break the internet when the first trailer drops. I cannot. But wait. this is what happens. She does this for both movies she was in. I like lose my damn mind and it becomes my personality for two to three yeah. months. A hundred percent. Gaga, you <laughs> fucking genius. I love you. Um, speaking of another genius move, something that's exciting for me. Oh yes. Which this is once again. I was saw. My friend Evie, who is a listener of the podcast, and Hi, and Evie. Evie is begging you, Meg. Yeah, watch Drag Race. Oh, I know, I know. Because I know. it would be a fun part of the pod to talk about Drag Race. Because okay. we've got some exciting Drag Race and Marvel news, which is like yeah, a colliding of our two worlds. Um, Shea Coulee, who is a very talented drag queen, who was second on her season and won All-Stars 5, recently was just on All-Stars 7, aka the All-Winners season. Uh, she is cast as an undisclosed role in Ironheart, and Ironheart is Riri Williams? Is that yes. Riri Williams, who is basically like, has similar powers to Iron Man. And she's black. Well, she's, and she's going to make her debut in Black Panther Wakanda yes, forever. Yes, she is. Um, also, sorry, just sidebar, but Anthony Ramos is also in that. They just confirmed because they've been filming and he's playing the villain. In Ironheart? Mm-hmm. I will never forgive Anthony Ramos for making me not like him. <laughs> I know, for cheating on Jasmine. Uh, Jasmine. I will never forgive him for it. I know, I he's kind of an enemy of the pod. He is, because I, like, we really loved him and then he did it's that. Sinister. And I'm like, that's... After them being together for so long, that was really it's sad. It's so sinister. And, like, whatever. Like, we can't... We can... But, like, and the thing is, like, obviously, like, he can be great and we can like what he acts in, but, like, still, I'm a little bit, like, ooh, icky. Um, anyway, back to Shea Coulee. Back sorry. to Shea Coulee. Um, I think this is really exciting. I think yes. that um, Shay is extremely, extremely talented. I'd say, like, in the drag queen fandom, like, Shay is definitely one of them who has, like, a pretty wide fan base, a pretty, like, substantial career other than just like performing uh in like bars clubs at like Voss events like she's very much like more of an established queen with a brand um mm -hmm. so I love this foray into acting I think this is really cool I don't know how big the role is going to be obviously because for example I believe it says series regular oh amazing um because I remember Megan the Stallion was supposed to be in uh one of these shows she Hulk Maybe no, I think it was actually 
was it secret? No, secret invasion's dark. Uh, I don't know. They they at one point said Megan the Stallion was supposed to be in one of these shows. Maybe it was She Hulk and it didn't happen, but. Um, or maybe we're just gonna see it and it's a surprise. Right. But I I love this news. I think it's amazing that drag um, is transcending into something like Marvel. I think with all the DC news happening recently too, like it just feels like oh Marvel God, yeah. Marvel is really like the monopoly on superhero movies at this point. Yeah, it's, it just kind of keeps getting worse and worse for um for DC, doesn't it? And I mean, we were just before we get into that, maybe like we just were we've been talking about how. We're not very excited for for She-Hulk, and like I literally don't even know when it comes out. Maybe I should actually look it up, whether it's this week or next week. Um, next week, next Friday. Um, I don't know. Are you are you feeling at all excited for She-Hulk, Giselle? Um, no. <laughs> I think I I just feel like obviously we're gonna watch it and we'll probably like it. I don't know. I think it's I I'm not actually looking forward to it being funny if we're being honest like yeah. I kind of I'm I'm not really in my comedy era right now so like <laughs> I mean you kind of are in your comedy era though am I you've been to two comedy shows in the oh last week. I guess yes I'm in my live comedy <laughs> when era. it comes to when it comes to tv you're in your drama I am, era I am giving giving pretty little liars original sin yes I am yeah. giving in my drama era so I think <laughs> I think I'm like not I'm not super pumped that I know it's like a comedy, I guess. Right. Um, I think that's throwing me off. And once again, I do just feel fatigued. And whenever I'm in like a mood, I don't know why I was in a mood two weeks ago, but I like rewatch Marvel stuff. So I was doing that. And mm-hmm. like, I don't know, man. Like it just hit, it just hit different, you know? Yeah. Um, I think the shows, I know. the shows are just, we're still inching into them. I would, ra- would rather have them than not have them. But like something like a secret invasion sounds so exciting to me because it's feeling yeah. like it's going to completely, d- completely new. new. And I guess yeah. like the idea of it being a comedy is in theory new. Yeah. But I just don't feel like they've marketed it well. I don't know. With She-Hulk. Yeah. I mean, like I was watching The Bachelorette last night um, and the new pre- brand new preview for it came on like multiple times. And I swear, like I didn't I didn't obtain like any knowledge i didn't glean anything about the show from it other than it was just that you know bad bitch i could be a fantasy you know and it's it's like also like obviously the clean version yeah (laughs) disney but um it yeah it just it feels exhausting obviously we'll be watching it but i mean i i I will say like when i started miss marvel i also kind of felt like oh here we go again but i really enjoyed that show so same so who knows i think it's like lower your expectations and you will never be disappointed so i think our expectations are a bit low but um confirmed that daredevil's in it so love that yeah Yeah, that i mean i mean that would be the part i'm most excited about because i loved the daredevil show on netflix um and I mean, obviously, it's going to be Disney-fied a little even more now, but I love um, Charlie Cox in that role, so that makes me excited. Yeah, I mean, funnily enough, I did not watch Daredevil because I watched... I was like a Jessica Jones stan. Um, I mean, I also love Jessica Jones. I love Jessica Jones because David Tennant was in it, and I like Kristen yes. Ritter, but um, I will have to go back and watch Daredevil because it just feels like I will it have to. Good. Yeah, people love I it. Know, people love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the Marvel updates. I'm very excited about Shea Coulee. 
Um, if you don't follow Shea Coulee, you should. If you haven't watched Drag Race at all, um, I think the all-winter season is a really great place to start because no one goes home. You get to know some really iconic queens, and mm-hmm. you get all the best parts of drag and drag race. Not drag, but drag race. Um, and it's fun. So if you were ever wondering, it's a highly entertaining show, and you should all watch it. And you get to know about Shea Coulee before Ironheart, which I feel like is a win-win. I just followed her. Yes! Shay's awesome. Like, truly, like, yeah. even if you go back and, like, look at Shay's looks from this season, like, if you guys know me, you know that I'm obsessed with Christopher John Rogers, who is a fashion mm-hmm. designer, and Shay's last runway look this season was a Christopher John Rogers dress. Like, they're giving elevated drag, y'all. Like, it's, 100%. they're not playing fucking games on Drag Race anymore. So, um, definitely tune in. I'm very excited for Miss Coulette. Yay! But yeah, I mean, Marvel continues to have the monopoly, whether we are whether we are tired of it or not. And I mean, speaking of, this wasn't on our list, but the H- whole HBO Max drama that went back down in the last week. Yeah. Um, the Batgirl movie got completely scrapped, which feels really sad to me. Very. Leslie Grace, Leslie Grace, who was one of the stars of Into the Woods, was playing Batgirl. They had Michael Keaton in it, and I wonder the cast why. Amazing, Ma- Michael Keaton returning as Batman. It's literally, it's like, basically what what's happening is they're they're thinking of planning to merge HBO Max into Discovery Plus, because Discovery acquired Warner Brothers, and I believe, and um, they're just like kind of trashing, gonna trash HBO Max. Right, I'm like and HBO Max is have, the best, as we have famously said, is like the best in terms of content right now. Um, like I literally spent the last three days like in terms of like if I'm watching anything on HBO Max we're watching Industry which is amazing highly recommend I know I recommended it to you so good the second season is currently airing I mean that's an HBO original but still um, obviously the Pretty Little Liar show which I still need to start but it, I, it's um, amazing it's not amazing it's bad but it's good they were they were, they were saying stuff about how like HBO Max is for like or like re- like they did a whole like study and they were like stuff on HBO Max that's like watched by like men and women so it's like the dramas and everything and like all of like the shows are watched by men and then the women only watch reality TV and it's like what I like I have not clicked on <laughs> FYI it's like... FYI Island keeps getting fucking marketed to me and I don't care give I, me I have never watched I have not watched a want. minute of FYI Island no and so it's I don't know what I mean. There was a whole big drama. Yeah, HBO Max, male skew, scripted, lean in, appointment viewing, home of fandoms, Discovery Plus, female skew, unscripted, lean back, comfort viewing, home of genredoms. So just incredibly, first of all, incredibly sexist. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, just, I was yeah. like, have I ever watched? What's going to happen to and just HBO? like that? What's going to happen to and just like that? What's going to happen to the Secret Life of Sex Girls keeps. The, f- the sex life of college yeah, girls. One. What's going to happen to all Secret of these shows of that I have girls. come, that I've, no, I'm, it's, the it's name. part of your charm <laughs> is, oh, is getting the names of shows wrong. I love that. That name is so hard. The secret life of sex girls. That's what we're going to call it from now on. Um, Just like the high school musical, the musical, show the show, the series. The series. <laughs> Which is bad. Um, but yeah, Renee Rapp keeps being like, she is giving. She, she doesn't more famous see, than she is. She doesn't see, I mean, I was saying, like, once Renee, like, if this show gets canceled, like, the singer-songwriter girl is should be shaking. Like, Gracie Abrams, like, found dead. Like, truly. Holly Gracie Abrams, absolutely. Holly Humberstone, fucking shaking. Like, (laughs) literally. 
I need her to open for someone good on tour. Yeah. And become super famous because she has an amazing voice and her stuff is good. I, her two I love singles in the kitchen and tattoos, babe. And she's she's also Gen Z, and I'm sure. And I think I've said this before. I'm sure she will get annoying in her Gen Z ways. Yeah. But her Gen Z ways actually make me giggle a little bit. I'm liking her I now. Will say. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, good for good for Shay, good for Renee, all of yeah. the above. Also, Ezra Miller of it all. Oh, wait. Have you seen the stuff from last night? They broke into a house in Vermont and are wanted for burglary. And the tweets about Ezra Miller last night were on par with the tweets about the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago, which can we just say, can I just say happy day after the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago? They even broke into my safe. Right. Like, (laughs) enough. (laughs) The funniest fucking shit I've ever seen. Um... But the tweets about Ezra Miller, just how they just pop up in random places and commit crimes, like, it's it's so insane. And yet, Warner Brothers and, and DC still have the Flash movie on the calendar, but Batgirl can't right, come out. Right, exactly. It's, it's, it's just, it's so much. I can't. Yeah, Ezra, someone needs to, to everyone. collect him. <laughs> Who's collecting him? Someone needs to collect Ezra Miller. It's wild. Oh, Lord. Every time I see the words Ezra Miller, I know it's about to be followed by the strangest combination of crime and location. (laughs) Actually, though, if you guys don't know, Ezra Miller has, like, basically taken hostage this, like, person that they used to babysit or something. They are just, like, brainwashing young women. Yeah, it's, like, very dark. It's it's really scary, actually. And getting in fights with people, it's just, like, so dark, actually. Yeah, like, beating people up in Hawaii and now have they have just appeared in Vermont um, completely just to break into someone's house. It's giving mental illness vibes. It's giving mental illness. It's giving mental illness that needs to be taken care of. Literally. Please. As you said, someone come. Yeah. No one has possessed Ezra Miller's ability to suddenly appear in random places, commit crimes, and then somehow escape any real consequences since McCavity from the musical Cats. Wait, what? (laughs) Ezra Miller was McCavity? No. No one has possessed his ability, their ability, to suddenly appear in random places, commit crimes, and then somehow escape any real consequences since... McCavity oh from like, the musical cast. I missed that. They are giving McCavity. They are. They are absolutely <laughs> giving McCavity. Um, wow, that threw me for a fucking loop. I know. Um, another thing that threw me for a loop today. Taika, oh, Taika Waititi Taika. and Rita Ora are supposedly married. Officially married. Congrats to that happy, happy couple. Um, you know, it was. It was. It was in the works. Were they engaged? It was happening. Yes, yeah. Oh. Like a month ago. Oh. Apparently, they both proposed to each other in, like, a very chaotic way, and they're planning a party for later in the month, but don't expect... <laughs> don't expect to see the party being flogged to the highest bidding magazine, apparently. I'm like, do you know you're talking about Rita Ora? That was the quote, basically. Right. The quote was, like, that they're not going to be, like, broadcasting it and I'm like is who are you and what have you done with Rita yeah the for you singer 
31 and the Thor Ragnarok director, 46, were reported to have made almost simultaneous wedding proposals to each other last month and were planning a low-key ceremony to be followed by a splashy party later this summer. Wild. Wow, wow, well, wow. Well, congrats to them. I, I don't know if I've ever... I mean, they make so much sense to me at the end of the day. Yeah, they do. Definitely. Like, it's a perfect, perfect, perfect match. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I mean, is Tessa Thompson in a corner crying? Just uh, on both on both accounts? Yeah. My girl is is on Westworld being the big bad villain. And oh, is she, the, is she the villain this season? She's been the villain, yeah. Well, where are you? Are you still in season two? Yeah, but I think it's like, I think I'm going to, if I'm going to finish the show, I'm going to have to pat, like skip season two or figure it out it's not good for me you'll have to i mean if you can't do season two you won't be able to do season three. <laughs> oh! but season four is so good the finale's on sunday i'm so excited why is the season too bad uh, i'm so upset i know does tessa become the villain in season two in season three and four are all the same characters still in it yeah it is it last night it, it's bernard mave Tessa Thompson, uh, Evan Rachel Wood is there. Uh, the Man in Black is still there. So that was those were all the characters. Then there's new characters. Aaron Paul's in it now. Okay, maybe I'll try to contri- or I'll get yeah. back into it. Ugh. I would just put it on as background noise when you're doing other things, and then that's the way you're going to get through it. Because also understanding it is impossible. Like I didn't understand what happened in Sunday night's episode at all, but. I'm going to keep watching. Yeah. I just listened to a podcast and then they explain basically what happened. And I'm like, okay, that's good. Right. I know. It's now just hard. It. It's like some of the, like <laughs> this show is a show that I wish I could, I was watching week by week. Like it's yeah. hard for me to like think about binging it, but. Oh yeah. No, it's a lot. It's I will, lot, I, I will attempt to return. I think you, yeah, you could do it. And finally on our list of <laughs> topics today, which yeah, feels this, like I added, the most, I, added I saw you added this <laughs> and I was, I almost brought it up earlier and I was like, I don't know. But we should talk about it. It's just a bit cursed, isn't it? Our girl Brittany, she just can't catch a break. I don't even know where it started. All I saw was the uh, Sam Asgiri yeah, uh, response. response. Basically, Kevin Federline has a interview coming out. Or maybe it did come out. I, I don't know. Like, um, Basically talking about how the his the kids um sean preston and Jaden james who are 18 16 and 18 or something Mm -hmm. basically it's his 10 year it's a 10 year silence like he has not been interviewed and basically he's claiming that his sons have chosen not to see britney for months and that it's just too harmful like for um for them to like see her and also he was like shaming her for like her posts on Instagram and how she's like always like posing like half nude or whatever so I mean I don't I don't know it just feels it feels the same like the same shit over and over again keeps like happening to Brittany and she just keeps she can't like catch a break basically um and she spoke out as well and basically was like so upset and where where I wonder whether whether it was a story or a post. And then the the Sam Asgari story that I that I sent to you as well, where he was like, How dare you, whatever. Sam Asgari's publicist working absolutely overtime to get that statement out. Oh yeah, hell yeah. 
This is a thing. Paris Paris commented on on Britney's Instagram. Love you, Angel. So sorry you have to go through this. Sending you so much love and support. Paris Hilton okay, always yeah, commenting did. on people's Instagrams. Always. I guess she um, she posted to her stories at first, but this second post, in addition to what I said on my story, as their stepmom says, whatever is happening outside this home has nothing to do with this home. I would like to share the door to outside as a token <laughs> to the white gates. I've been kept from for 15 years. The conservatorship has only been over for eight months. Being able to have cash from the outside world for the first time is extremely enlightening. Are we equal now? Is As in even equality? Reminder that the trauma and insults that come with fame in this business not only affect me, but my children as well. I'm only human and I I've done my best. I honestly would like to share my two cents. I daringly would like for the better lines to watch the big booty video. Other artists have made much worse when their children were extremely young. During my conservatorship, I was controlled and monitored for nearly 15 years. I needed permission just to take a Tylenol. I should embark on doing way more than going topless on the beach like a baby. I'm not surprised that just as my family did their share of interviews, they will too. I'm not surprised at all with their behavior and their approach to what I've had to deal with. Tell them, Brittany. Honestly, like, team fucking Brit. Like, I'm team Brit. At, at the end of the we day, have to be. Always, we will always be team Brittany. At the end of the day, um, we will be on the right side of history by being on team Brittany. Always. And everyone else around her, I don't trust. Once again, Sam, Sam Asgiri. Oh, I, the, my eyes, Both my eyes are on you so closely, sir. Always. We are always, yeah. He posted. To clarify, my wife has never posted a new selfie except of her butt, which is quite modest these days. I All love other that line. posts were implied nudity, which can be seen in any ad for lotion or soap. There is no valid validity to his statement regarding the kids distancing themselves, and it is irresponsible to make that statement publicly. The boys are very smart and will be 18 soon to make their own decisions and may eventually realize the tough part was having a father who hasn't worked much in over 15 years as a role model. Kevin's gravy train will end soon, which probably explains the timing of these hurtful statements. I do not know him personally I have nothing against him aside him choosing to vilify my wife his character is revealed by approval of the cruel 13 year conservatorship and his loyalty to Jamie indicates his approval at time of its conception as well things that are now considered normal issues and behavior easily dealt with therapy or other ways were magnified to justify a 13 year prison sentence anyone approving of it is wrong or benefiting from it somehow I will not comment on this matter again except to say I have a job (laughs) what is it Sam I'm sorry but like (laughs) I guess being a model. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Model. And oh, and that is God. all he wrote, if we're being That's honest. That's all he wrote. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I hope that, I'm as always, those boys, I hope that they're okay. You know, it's like, again, the kids. always the children. Always like, the kids. Are always being a, the most, you know, affected. And I worry. I worry about all these children. This tweet. <laughs> Only two years and 37 days left of Britney Spears paying Kevin Federline child support. <laughs> LOL. I'm ready for it to be done. I'm ready. What will for Kevin Britney do to then? Free, to be fully free. I want Britney to be I need free. her to just. I want her to. I need her to. I might need her to be free from social media a little bit, but we're getting a song I think with her I and Elton John in a month. So. I need her to be free from whatever thing she's on. I need to just see who is Britney actually without any of the other shit. Who is she? Right. I'd love to know. Well. Anyway. Anyway. That is all, folks. That is what (laughs) happened in the last week, which kind of was a lot, actually. 
It was a lot. I, I feel like this is the most kind of like meaty stuff that we've had in a while. Yeah, we've had a also we haven't had a we haven't had an exposition, a dissertation about social media in a while. So it was needed. So I'm I'm sure everyone was missing that. <laughs> Obviously we know you guys really <laughs> wanted it, so glad we could provide. We provided um, you with what you wanted. <laughs> thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know what parts you loved. Um, and like, comment, subscribe. You know the drill. You know the drill. And most importantly, I love you, Meg. I love you, G. <laughs>